Hi, my name is uh, Scott Ellis, and I'm here to uh, speak today with Kevin about legendary relationships. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm really excited that Scott's here on the podcast because he has an legendary relationship. I was about to say amazing, but we're talking legendary today. It's the step above. So welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So for people that, um, just to get a little bit more idea of what you, what kind of a relationship you have, could you just give us an overview of that before we kind of dive into questions? Certainly. Yeah. My uh, wife and I, um, have been married 27 years and, uh, we've known each other 30. And what I feel makes our relationship legendary is the fact that we are, uh, more passionate, more crazy about each other now than we were when we met. And most people feel, or it's the traditional way to think that as a relationship goes on longer, you know, things calm down, there's less passion and less, uh, it, it just evolves and it can evolve rather than devolve. And, um, mm-hmm. like an example I use sometimes is, uh, um, my wife and I were at an event not too long ago and we're, we're usually, uh, fairly touchy and, you know, we're, you know, like like almost like newlyweds and so the uh the, we, uh, the person <laughs> said hey you know the way you interact are you guys you know just newlyweds or whatever and and my wife uh said yeah yeah um uh you know and then the husband said to the wife well you know see that's the reason they're like that you see it's because they're newlyweds and she said oh well, when'd you guys get married and my wife said uh <laughs> october 12th 1991 and they were like what what, what, what? <laughs> that's 20 years <laughs> and i'm like yeah well she says she says, well, who says that my honeymoon can't be, you know, has to be a year. Why can't it be 30 years? You know, so, um, mm. it, 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 and, and we, we want to be an example of, of possibility and, and that kind of thing. So, um, but she's also a little funny that way. She likes to pull people's chain a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Well, so yeah, I guess the question that everybody asks, I'm sure is like, how? Well, um, the way I break it down when people ask me that is, um, this is just because I've, I've been asked that numerous times is I believe it has mm-hmm. three main pillars and one is expectation. I think if you expect that you're going to have a legendary relationship, if you expect things are going to keep getting better, if you mm. expect these things, you'll get that. If you expect that, well, relationships, you know, after some time it dies down, da da da, and you see a lot of other people, and that's your expectation, that's what you wind up getting. So I think the first thing you have to, you know, you have to set the expectation. And um, so, you know, I think that's, that's, and, and there's even expectation, for instance, for arguments. People think that in a relationship, there has to be a lot of arguing. And just, for instance, my wife and I, we, we just don't argue. People don't believe it. But uh, I'd say <laughs> we've had, in 30 years, four arguments. Um, we don't agree on everything. Mm. We just don't argue about it. I totally respect her position on things, and the longer I've been with her, the lo- lo- more I'm aware that I better be careful because she's right an awful lot of the time. So if I'm on the wrong <laughs> side of it, you know, I'm I'm, bar- I'm I'm cruising for a bruising anyway, so I might as well yeah. just you know step back a second and say, hey, really, am I looking at this right? So, um, so I would say expectation. Then second is your rituals. I think your rituals are super important. Um, and, and just to give you like an idea of what I mean by that is I open the car door for my wife all the time. I open doors. I know she knows how to open the door by herself. She's a fully <laughs> functioning woman. This is not a, 
a, a thing like she's not good enough to open the door, it's a sign of respect. Um, I open the car doors mm -hmm. and open, you know, the doors. I, in fact, I, I love to open doors for all women because it's just a, a sign of respect like you do for royalty. You know, the, the kings, right. queens don't open their own doors. Um, and so, so, and, and another thing, just like whenever we're eating or any place we're eating, I don't start eating until she does. So she's always got to have a bite of food in her mouth before I start. Again, it's this, it's just a sign of respect. It's a ritual, but it's a mm. constant, even unconscious thing that just shows that, that I value her. And then the, the, um, other, um, one of the things besides rituals and the expectations that I believe is the third uh, important thing that creates a legendary relationship is to constantly work it, work, not work at it. Um, that's actually absolutely the wrong way to look at it. No, what I mean <laughs> is um, you've got to keep striving and learning. So in other words, I go to seminars, I read books, I, I do all kinds of things to get more information about relationships. I studied day. I've studied David Dida's work. I've studied Tony Robbins mm -hmm. work. I've studied mm -hmm. uh, Neil Strauss work. I've a lot of these different people because just like anything, you want to play basketball, you don't just start playing and then you quit learning, you quit getting coached, you know? So all these kind of things continue to, to, you know, your progression. And that's how the relationship progressed too. And my wife does too. She, she studies all these kind of things too. So it's mm -hmm. not just a one thing because one can't grow without the other. So those are the three main things that I believe is what, what has got us where we are. That's awesome. Kind of what I took from that was, is that like positive and being respectful and growth. Yeah, that's a very of, good way to uh, summarize it, I think. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So what would you say to somebody who's maybe thinks that, oh, that's nice, but it's not really for me, or like it's a wish or they're hoping? Well, I would say that, you know, this is my experience. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, wants something different or has different type of desires, but I um, am very much a believer in uh, if you copy success, you can be successful too. So if you're baking a cake, if I know what a really great chef's recipe is, I have the right ingredients in the right timing. Mm -hmm. It's done in the same way. I can bake the same kind of cake. And I believe that this is the same kind of thing. Now, of course, if you're four foot tall and you want to be a center in the NBA, you know, there's certain things that you can't just mimic and become. But there, in this particular case, I really think you, you study that and you keep working at it and yes maybe you don't go from uh, a mediocre relationship to legendary overnight but with with the right study the right development of the principles you can definitely get there in my opinion and in my experience mm -hmm. and i think you know it's devotion to the outcome yes uh, oh that's a very of, good way to I, put it also because i know you were saying you were saying like work but then you kind of ate your words on that one because like it, it does you know there's a saying that relationships take work but for you it hasn't seemed like <laughs> that at all and I think no it's no just it's absolutely you're... not work it doesn't mean that there isn't th like it depends reading the book i enjoy you know some people yeah. maybe call that work i don't call that work and i also don't i think there's that expectation again oh relationships are hard work i've got to you know uh, suffer yeah. or do this or that no 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 if if it's starting to be like work you need to step back a little bit and say, okay, something here, I'm not, there's got to be a different way to do this where it's not work, where it's, where it's fun, where mm -hmm. I know that I'm moving the right direction and, and that kind of thing. Uh, 
you know, it just, just in my experience, it's been, that's a good sign that, that you need to change your approach because the, the, mm -hmm. the hard work thing is, and that's again, expectation. If you expect hard work, yeah. you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. So when it comes to arguing and that whole thing, cause you said you've had like maybe four arguments, um, and, but you've had disagreements. how, or what advice would you give to somebody on that specifically? Okay. So, so the, the first thing I would say, um, and is, okay. Um, have you, uh, ever bumped your arm and, and it hurt? And so how many days did you not talk to your arm or how long did you yell at your arm about it hurt you? Um, your arm is part of you. If it, if it bumped into something, the pain it caused is real, but you don't have to get mad at it. Right. So mm -hmm. because it's part of you, you're part of this couple, you're part of this grouping. You, it, it's, it's the same thing. There's there, it, it's part of you. Yes. You don't always agree. They can even hurt you, but that doesn't mean that you have to go that direction. And so, mm -hmm. um, I, what you've got to do, from from that point of view, you've just got to step back a little bit, and especially the masculine energy, you've just got to stay centered and not get sucked into the storm, and just mm -hmm. wait and and let it calm down, and it'll happen. And you, but you've just got to stay centered in your masculine, and that's that's another mm -hmm. thing I've learned from you know Anthony Robbins and, and David Dida about how the masculine right. needs to stay centered. And then the second thing is, if there's a disagreement as far as um, go here, go there, do this, do that. I think you'll find if you really respect the other person and, and especially in my experience over time, I've seen my wife be correct an awful lot of the time. Soon as she's got a different opinion from me, I really step back and say, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, there's a big chance I'm wrong on this. So <laughs> it's a big warning sign because when we both agree mm -hmm. on stuff, we're usually right most of the time, but when we disagree, um, you know, my, my hit percentage goes way down. So right away, I say, <laughs> whoa, wait a minute. You know, I've got a really good barometer here. I need to take advantage of this. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and at the same time, she's real good about when she is right. And it worked out not rubbing into my face. So, you know, and, and I do the same <laughs> yeah. for her. So, you know, that helps too. Right. So, um, mm -hmm. but, but that's really with the argument thing. Uh, I just, and really it's, a, uh, uh, dependent upon the masculine to stay centered and just not get mm -hmm. sucked into the the emotion of it all. Right. And one of the things that you said before we started recording that really caught my attention was that you're more passionately in love with your wife than when you met her. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. And how and did that I grow to that point? And why do you think that is? Well, I think the reason that is, is it was kind of interesting because um, nobody gives you a manual on relationships when you get into one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, as I started studying, like I said, um, uh, after we'd been married, I don't know, maybe 15 years or something like that, um, we went to the Anthony Robbins event and there's relationship day. And he started talking about polarity and how that really helps build the, the hold the, the attraction, hold the, uh, the sizzle and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he started talking about, um, you know, that you start becoming more in the middle, like the, the masculine starts wearing more jewelry and starts, uh, you know, becoming a little bit more feminine the way they dress and things like that. The feminine a lot oftentimes becomes a little more masculine. And my wife and I are looking mm -hmm. at each other. 
I've got a necklace on, I've got a bracelet on, I've got uh, a couple of rings on, and she's got her hair cut shorter, and she's wearing like business suits. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, they're talking about us. Whoa, wait a minute. And, and right away, all that jewelry came off. Um, right mm. away, you know, um, she, I'm going to start growing my hair. You know, I'm going to start wearing different kind of clothes. We are like, oh, we see where, what direction that's going. And, you so know, you, it was almost like you neutraled out. Yep. We were starting to neutral. And so right away, mm. and it was just like, whoo, they flipped the switch. It was like, wow, this is greater than ever because I got more into my masculine. She got more into her feminine. And that creates the mm -hmm. polarity that, that, that creates the attraction. And it was like, whoa, this, you know, cause it was, it was plateau and all, all of a sudden it jumped to a whole nother level. Like, wow. And then I really had to devour all the information on that polarity stuff, um, which is mm -hmm. a lot of date of Dida's work. So exactly. Yeah. That's incredible. And I think that that's super important to just know how to create chemistry. Cause when you can do that, yep. like when you can keep it all alive and especially since you guys have been together so long, I'm you've had those deeper conversations. So there's that level of trust and truth. What, how did you build that? Because I know that for a lot of people, they um, either have trouble with confrontation, bringing up something to their partner, or they really want to build trust or they have trust issues. Like, what would you say on that? Because I know that I know you guys undoubtedly trust each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, I think that the um, the trust thing is a very um, interesting uh, self-connecting um, type thing because if you don't mm -hmm. start being honest right away with your partner, then you start telling stories, and those stories mean you're not being honest, and then you're not being honest, and then you're not being trustworthy, and then it kind of is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you really mm -hmm. have to start out right at the beginning with where you're at on things um, and and for good for bad. In other words, if I think like when my, my wife and I um, got together, um, shortly into the relationship, I mentioned to her that, that for a variety of reasons, I wasn't interested in having children. And, um, you know, I brought that up early because I, I'd rather her know that deal with it then and be straight on things like that from the very get go mm -hmm. so we can build a nice foundation instead of, well, you know, I, I want to get to know her better. I don't want to let her go. What if she's not happy with that? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. No, just, you know, and so start and that's being with, respectful with building. Too. Exactly. Start building a mm -hmm. good, a uh, good foundation, um, from, and so, from, you know, some in your deep truths and, mm -hmm. and then, you could build on that. And I think once you even start out with some things like that, and it doesn't even have to be a subject like that, but something that's real core to you, then they can start to, and sometimes not even very flattering, um, that can build the, the truth. And then that builds uh, little by little, of course. But, mm -hmm. um, uh, and if they've been hurt before, I get that. The one thing you've got to do if you've been hurt by a previous relationship, as hard as it is, you've got to forgive that previous person because that's the only way you're going to be able to totally trust the new person. And, mm -hmm. and you just got to do it for yourself. You got to do it for them and you got to do it for your new person. And if you really want the relationship, you're going to have to figure out. And if you have to go to counseling, you have to do whatever it takes to forgive that person, but you got to let, let that go and you got to figure mm -hmm. out a way. Right. hundred percent. 
That's a lot of the work that I do with my clients is helping with forgiveness. <laughs> cleans yep. the slate and, the past. And, yeah, well, yeah. that's such a foundational thing for anything, a relationship, mm -hmm. a, your your career, your uh, your family, anything, it, it, you know, and so you're you're dead on when you're when you're helping people with that. Right. That's awesome. Well, so what last piece of advice would you say for people who are, again, in that hopeful spot? They OK, they're like, OK, maybe I could see this happening for me and I kind of know the strategies and the ways to, you know, create more chemistry and all this stuff. What would you say to people? that are honestly looking up to you right now and being like, I want that. Um, I would tell them that with absolute certainty, they can have it. Okay. If they just do what I'm talking about, which is, you know, have the expectation that it's possible and look around for other people you see like that, like, um, uh, you know, look for other role models, just even if you don't meet them, but if you, you know about them, look at other people where you can see they've got great relationships. Like I always get a kick out of watching Tony and Sage Robbins interact, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's a, it's wonderful. And there's, there's, there's other people like, um, uh, my understanding that Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell have a, a great thing going. So I just like to, you know, look at different people like that. So you can see it's possible. Now you can say, um, you can visualize and say, I can do that. You can start to put it in your mind. You can do it. Then start mm -hmm. the rituals. Any person you're with, if you're a guy, if you're with the woman, start, don't, don't, you know, open doors for her. open doors for all women, you know, start, mm -hmm. don't eat. Even when I'm at a table with a bunch of different people, I don't start eating till all the women start. I mean, it, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a subtle thing, but it's just the way I do it. So start with those mm -hmm. kind of rituals and then start studying, you know, study David Dida, study Tony Robbins, study John Gray or whoever, you know, appeals to you to, to build the, the, the languages of love, all that different kind of stuff. Right. And you'll see just like, you know, you'll get better at it. And as you get better at mm -hmm. it, it'll just keep, it'll, it'll feed on itself and you'll spiral up. You can spiral down in a relationship or you can spiral up. It's all on mm -hmm. you. I'd love that. Well, thank you so much again for jumping on the podcast and just sharing all this wisdom. It was amazing. I really appreciate well, it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And good luck to all out there and enjoy. Thank you so much for everybody listening. Go out there, put some heart into everything that you do today.